0: It's the Derek
1: and Mike podcast. Welcome to the show. Thanks so much for joining us. We really appreciate you being here. Hit us up on Twitter at Derek and Mike pod on instagram is derek and mike or on our website derek my name is mike this is my boy derek
0: what's up mike what's up everybody
1: derek we are in the same room i can't
0: it's- believe it
1: uh it might not sound any different to anyone else but we are actually sitting in the same room
0: uh occupying the same space doing the podcast together this is awesome it just feels right, doesn't it? I mean, man, when that music came up, it was just like, this is real. This is actually happening. <laughs> we're actually doing this. Yeah. Oh, man. I love it.
1: I, I'm I'm pumped, dude. I've been excited as hell about it. And uh, it is a little awkward, though, because we're in a hotel. Yeah. Being in a hotel is a little weird. Hmm. Um. Actually, being in the hotel is not weird. Booking the hotel was weird. And then walking
0: up here was weird, yeah, yeah, <laughs> the the lady stopped me on the way up here, like she didn't actually stop me like I can't, she did it with her face, she stopped me with her face, like she required guess? a reason for your existence, yeah, she like, did
1: why are you here
0: without saying a word, yeah, so I go it's pretty out, good, so uh, i I walk up to the thing and you know she's just full attention on me, she's not gonna let go, and I'm like, uh, I'm up here to meet my buddy, and then and then of course, I put the bag down on the counter. And then all the bottles crinkle, like, seems <laughs> ch, you know, so like, yeah, I know what you're doing, dude. And I'm uh-huh. like, I'm going to meet my non-gay friend upstairs. And you we're remember just going that guy to- who walked in this morning and said, I just need a hotel room for a couple hours. <laughs> I'm going to go see that guy yeah. with my bag full of beer. And then I got the room number wrong. And then she looked it up. She looked it up on the computer. She didn't even want an answer. You wanted to check my answer. Whoa. So she was like, what room? I was like 210. She's like, mm, I don't see anything there. I'm like, okay, 211. Mike cause you. you, know? So <laughs> Girl, she's like, 2- okay, 12? you're good to go. Do you 213? Know yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Am I getting hotter or colder? Yeah, yeah. She was on it, dude. She was not going to allow any prostitution to happen in this place.
1: Wow but she obviously didn't have my security in mind if she was just like oh no 210's not it 211 yeah yeah that's
0: it that's the yeah. one well i gave your name i oh. i knew she was going to ask your name so uh. i was just like i'll just give you the name because well she yeah.
1: saw me hauling in audio equipment so i mean that that's a that's a lot of of effort to go through just to make her think that i'm recording a podcast when really we're just having a gay meetup yeah you know so
0: so she didn't question you she was just like she
1: no i i I felt weird about it so i was just out with the truth like oh uh, like unsolicited you know so i was just kind of like hey i need to book a room for today but i can't wait till the normal 12 o'clock check-in time like i need it early so i can set up and stuff do you have anything available and how soon i'm like now like (laughs) she's like oh Yeah. yeah all right we have a room and um just stay in one night well no i'm not even staying the night i'm just i just need it for like the afternoon or whatever you know that sort of thing and she's just yeah. kind of like and then i'm like well now i need to give an explanation yeah, I, yeah. you know i mean the next thing you know a hooker walks in yeah Hi, where's my causey's room
0: <laughs> or Derek? But, but was it that same lady i need to know yeah. just because yeah, I yeah need same to- lady okay Whew. yep Maybe she just wanted to know if I was the one that was going to do the podcast. So you said podcast. You I told like, her I was yeah. doing a
1: podcast. Yeah. yeah. I was just like, I need to record a podcast interview. And uh, so I just need the room, uh, preferably one with as much space as possible. If you have a suite available, that'd be great. And she said, oh, they're all suites. They're all the exact same. Yeah. So I went, okay, cool. I don't want to like do the podcast sitting on the bed or anything. That'd be... Even more gay
0: than it, than <laughs> hey, it let's already. It's just, just slipping between the
1: sheets here. She even asked me, "You yeah. want a king or two queens?" I'm like, it's, I don't <laughs> care. I won't be sleeping there. I just had <laughs> to like make that extra clear. I don't care about the bed. Do you have any without beds? I want one of those. Yeah, <laughs> that's hilarious. That's, oh my god, that's hilarious. Well, Derek, it since you know, regardless of what time it is, I mean, uh-huh. in, where you come from, it's it's afternoon. So it's, you know, yeah. it's beer
0: 30. Yeah, it's it's about time. Yeah. So this is
1: the first time we've not only been able to record the podcast in the same room, but uh, so we've been able to drink together while we're doing it. so Holy shit, yeah.
0: Cheers, my brother. Cheers, man. I'm Damn. digging it. Citrus wheat, light sky, blue moon, not queer. Eh, less queer. um <sighs> Ooh, that's pretty good pretty great, right? Yeah, for 95
1: calories, I'll take it. So, yeah, I'm a total puss, and I always drink, like, diet beer, because I don't want to be fat, and um, for a long time, I just drank, like, Michelob Ultra. Yeah. And uh, nothing wrong with it. It's fine, but pretty flavorless. You know, there's really nothing going on with Michelob Ultra. It's just like, Mm -hmm. hey, I feel like drinking beer, but I don't want to be fat and bloated, so, like, I'll drink Michelob Ultra. And then all these other companies caught on to the insane sales that Ultra had, and everyone now produces a, a skinny beer, which... They always come in skinny puss cans also,
0: which feels so much less masculine when you're holding this, you know, tube of beer. (laughs) Well, at a party and I was going to tell you the story. It was the party that, uh, I think it was my birthday party. Shit. That was so much fun. Uh, thank you for throwing that. I don't know if I appropriately thanked you that one time for that surprise party. I threw you a surprise party. Yeah. I'm surprised. It was like, what, 10 years ago. What would that have been? That was a long time ago. Yeah, 10 uh, or 11. It okay. It was a long time ago. All right. So you were turning 60. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Motherfucker. <laughs> uh, I'm not 50 yet, I'm glad to say. Wow. All yeah, right. Yeah. All right. That's hey, a don't neat, drink to that. Yeah. yeah that's yeah, right. an accomplishment. Right, cheers, yeah, cheers cheers I'm not 50 yet. Sorry, everyone out there who's right. over 50. I'm almost 50. <laughs> so I'm knocking on that door,
1: but not yet.
0: But I brought over my Michelob Ultra because I was totally into keto at that time, uh-huh. and I'm like, I'm going to stick in keto, even though I drank 15 of them, probably. Yeah, yeah, but still, but, total carbs is much less than 15, you yeah. know, anything else's. Yeah, I mean, like, a, a Newcastle would have been 12 carbs per oh, per beer. Yeah. You know, these this is like, Michelob Ultra is like 2.6 or something, I think. Well, even carbs. like...
1: Yeah, three seems to be that you can't go over it, bar. uh, And they all put the fraction of a carb. Like I'm, I'm counting carbs, but I'm not counting fractions. Like this one's three point six carbs. Like eh, yeah, you know, just you know, four is fine. Four, you you can just call it four. I'm cool with that. Yep. Yeah. Um, Yeah. But like even Bud Light or Coors Light or Miller Light, they have a lot of fucking carbs, dude. So like even if you're trying to do the keto thing or whatever, like. Light beer doesn't always cut it, but these super
0: low carb beers are are a good way to go. And what are we drinking them for? We're not drinking them for just for the taste, right? I mean, I want to feel a little buzz. I mean, well, yeah, that's yeah, the that, idea. And we talked about that ad nauseum in the last one. Yeah, well, yeah. Like I, I want to be did. drunk,
1: but yeah. Well, I want to, I want to be buzz, but I don't want to be drunk. And I like to drink, and I can drink these all night long, and and be part of the party, holding my you know sissy girly tube of beer, and uh, <laughs> uh you know, I never really get hammered or any of that kind of stuff. <laughs> Oh, nice, drinking show. Like it. Hey, I'm sorry, I had to do I like it. it. No, I had no, to do no. It, dude. Hey, dude, you got to prove it to the audience. For all you, yeah. for all they know, you cracked a friggin' 7-Up or something. Or, or a pussy-ass White Claw. Who drinks White Claw, man. I don't know. Uh, someone who's almost 50. That's someone who's sure.
0: almost 50. <laughs> nah. yeah. I've never had a
1: White Claw, actually. I'm going to drink one with you for the first
0: time. Yeah, I got a bunch of them sitting here with uh, that I brought up here. Nice. I didn't know how many people would be here. I didn't bring eight for us. I mean, oh. I, I'm certainly not going to... Well,
1: I, I brought 12 I, knowing it was just us. Oh. <laughs>
0: I'm trying to act like I'm like all proper, prim and yeah. proper now that I'm like married and have kids. Yeah. Um but yeah, I'm uh, not gonna drink
1: eight beers with just one friend. Like. Yeah,
0: but I totally would. No, we're gonna have to go back yeah. to the liquor store soon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that time that I brought that over to your to the birthday party. Okay, right, I was sitting at the table and it was the first time they had they started making those little skinny cans. Uh Ultra. Know, the ultra, okay, all yeah. right. They ultra, were like the first skinny bitch beer. They were the first skinny bitch beer, yeah. and that that was like, and it was kind of funny because they gave you a visual indication that it was a skinny bitch beer.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's like, like a skinny martini. It's skinny beer, you know. They make the yeah. can skinny. It's it's very obvious that it's a skinny beer, and you know, skinny what? motherfucker holding
0: it, you know, like yeah. And there's another like business opportunity to make it even skinnier. You know what I mean? And call it skinny beer. That's you know, just skinny skin, beer. Skinny beer, yeah. Yeah,
1: I, you know. guys wouldn't buy it. That, that that marketing would work well for women. But not women, for guys. Not for guys at all. I don't think no. women are big beer drinkers anyway. I think most yeah. women are like, I'll drink a beer, but they don't prefer beer. Most don't prefer beer, you know? Yeah. Um, And, uh, yeah, maybe skinny beer is a marketing idea. I don't think I'd buy it, though. but Maybe
0: someone would. My wife would try it. Yeah. But, like, most things that she tries, she doesn't like, so it gets skunky yeah. and then i have to drink it all right well we make it we'd sell one 12 pack yeah to your wife <laughs> all right so we're we're, <laughs> we're rolling yeah yeah
1: my wife's drinking um topo chico's now oh i think i've that's her jam dude topo chico yeah that, uh, that's not a skinny can right um they're, they're like oh maybe a, it is yeah i think they are actually yeah they're they're okay.
0: they're kind of a skinnier can um even if it wasn't skinny mike would have to say that it's skinny no i think they are i'm trying to remember i've never I had one right. actually. no i think you're right yeah i, I do remember
1: we've always got that, yeah. a bunch and they come in multiple flavors she'll buy like the variety pack and uh you know drink one like while she's cooking or whatever that's her thing and i'm trying to think what kind of alcohol it is anyway like is it vodka or i don't even know what's in a topo chico
0: is it tequila? I think I think the base is vodka. It, like White Claw, the base is vodka. I oh, so it's not even a beer. Mind. I thought that was no. I I don't think it. No, really? I don't think it's. A, well, I don't know. I'm talking on my ass about the Topo Chico. I mean, I have. I think I've had one. I re, I can remember the <laughs> so can. I I've can, never had one, but let me uh, tell you all about it. I don't think you're going to find White Claw what it's made of on here. I don't think it's going to say made from vodka. But aren't they required you know, to put
1: the ingredients? Let's see ingredients. Uh, carbonated water, alcohol. Yeah. Okay. Right. They just put alcohol. alcohol. Uh-huh. They're like, yeah. Like, what do you, like, you care?
0: It's got booze in it. It's ethanol, bitch. Yeah. You know, <laughs> like, <laughs> like just don't look gift horses in the mouth. Okay. Get yeah. you drunk. It's Shut got up.
1: alcohol. Stop. Stop
0: asking. Are, yeah. are, you, are you drinking
1: this? You know, because you want to like recreate it in the science lab, or do you want to get your fucking
0: game on? You know. Yeah. All right. But I think uh, isn't vodka the base? Uh, like, if you were going to use a still and you make mm-hmm. alcohol, I think it's and you use like. Well, I guess there's a difference if you use potatoes versus, like, rice or some shit, right? Or corn potatoes, or whatever. Right. I think potatoes is vodka. Uh, well, yeah. I mean I right, there's probably or... Yeah, I think there's different types of vodka
1: um, made from different things, but I think potatoes is the common one. Oh, okay. Yeah, I only I know. I'm really guessing. I, don't know. I
0: mean, what what is it? There? There's, like, potato, wheat. Uh, is there a corn? An actual corn? You can make... I No, mean, when why you said ethanol,
1: you? I was thinking corn, but that's, like, fueling vehicles, right? Like... Yeah. Like corn ethanol powered stuff. Hmm. I don't know. We should go into business making corn alcohol. Yeah, we're
0: clearly very educated in this <laughs> fa- <laughs> We We belong in this space. <laughs> i love talking about stuff we know so much about
1: what, you? i always imagine someone listening to the podcast who actually knows about this stuff oh, and they're brent. just like you idiots like we're that's, just that we're, is brent that's brent we're fumbling brent. all over our discord we're like i don't know is yeah. corn alcohol like yeah i think so that's what vodka's made out of and brent's just like punching his speaker going yeah. no you
0: fools it's not corn he cracks me all the time man he's like hey uh, by the way this that was not this is what it is you know and, and I mean he knows we're just I'm just shooting from the hip but like he's like you know and oh I don't know if I told you the great emu war oh he has been using that example in his presentations for like a long time right the, the great, great emu, emu war oh the Australian yeah. thing where the government
1: or the army went after a, a, a squadron of emu and lost. Fucking emu. Fucking emus. Oh, the bloody emus. It, Run. Uh, fuck, crikey. Fuck
0: this shit. Crikey. I'll be in the bar. I can't shoot. It. Yeah, I don't know the fucking ox. That's good enough. Me. Yeah. You, uh, can just, you can just yell curse words <laughs> and it sounds Australian. Just be like, yeah. oh, fuck. Fucking cunt. <laughs> yeah, fucking cunt. Oh, the fucking oh.
1: emu's fast. Get over out here, of here, you
0: fucking cunt.
1: Give me your fosters.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I love how they call people cunt. Yeah, no, I know. It's, yeah, without like any reservations either. It's no, they like, use it oh, like I use dude. Cunt. Yeah. yeah. Oh, dude, it's good to see you. Like, oh, you cunt. It's go great to see you. You know, you'd have to get it out of your system if you went there and just like, you're you like, oh, you step off the plate. You're like, oh, you, like, oh, you <laughs> fucking cunt. You <laughs> fucking cunt. A lady like, working
1: <laughs> at TSA in the airport, you just <laughs> land and you land in Sydney and you're just like, hey, you cunt. Happy Monday. She's like, what did you call me did you, <laughs>
0: you yeah kidding so, me? so brent thought we were spying on him he was like hey what? man are you spying on me i mean no, he's fucking around but like it was not just because the great emu war there was another story which he's gonna correct me later what that was okay um oh the head cut off chicken oh oh he's yeah he's been yeah, yeah. using
1: that one too oh the chicken that Like, lived with his head cut off for, like, years or months or something? his name was Mike. Oh, yeah,
0: yeah. Not a real hard name to remember, Mike, the head cut off chicken. Swell guy. Mike, the headless chicken. (laughs) There was no association that you had with Mike in that story, did you? You just didn't... Were you feeling for Mike just because his name was Mike, or you just didn't care?
1: I think he held a special place in my heart, yeah. Yeah, okay. How can can you not like someone that has the same name? I mean, even if it's like... um, you know, an inanimate object, like if someone named their pencil Mike and be like, "It's <laughs> a hell of a pencil. You're
0: like, that's a special, special yeah. pencil. There's something s- about it. Okay. Because I really listened to that episode. There was no mention of Mike, your name, Mike, and, you know, uh, the chicken. Like you didn't come up with any association. So I just had to throw that out there because it's bothered me a little bit. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. I just let it go. You just let it go. Yeah. You weren't like, hey, hmm. you, there was no mention made. Maybe, um,
1: like, our mic connection is just between mics. Maybe that's not something I would share with the Derek. Oh. Maybe it's oh, just I something see. that Mike the
0: Headless Chicken and I oh, share quietly. Okay. You know, between ourselves. Okay. You know what that is? That's called the Redhead Pack. Ooh, oh. 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 Yeah, have I told oh. you about the Redhead Pack? Uh, no. Another Redhead told me this about the
1: Redhead Pack. Do you so, guys wave at each other when you pass, like, like, motorcyclists? Now they're just like, hey, fellow motorcyclists. Like. When you pass a ginger, you're just like, hey, ginger, I see you. I won't be able to tell you. No? Oh, no! Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm not invited to that party. Yeah, no. Speaking of redhead um, and your hair, uh, you've got hair now.
0: Yeah, I do. Uh-huh. Wow. All uh, right. Yeah. Let's check it out. Oh shit! Well, I, I gotta, gotta take take, the, you right, you right, gotta take off right. your oh, headphones shit. and your your ham. I get, I guess I need you, to. Ins- I need to inspect. I feel like I'm getting dressed down over here. <laughs> Somebody's undressing me with their eyes. Now I gotta.
1: <laughs> we are alone in a hotel room for a couple of hours. Wow, well, it
0: sounds a lot different without my headphones on. Huh? <laughs> yeah, 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 okay. yeah. All of a sudden, wow! There Derek has my... hair. Check this out. I won't all tell right. you what uh, what garment i took off here <laughs>
1: he took something <laughs> off and we're looking at hair all right Derek. all right, uh, all right. i'm gonna document this hair okay. it's it's not much but Yo, what well i mean much? it's short how, how it, dare you? i don't mean i don't mean like i don't you, mean like you're not that. saying that i'm bald i mean it well you are bald but i mean it's short you know yeah. it's short hair it's yeah. not like you know you took off your hat and long flowing locks of like yeah. fabio yeah. style hair came and, unfolding and you might be able to see my scalp um, but you have hair now. Yeah, I have and hair. And any hair yeah. on your head is like, whoa, Derek's got hair. Yeah. Like, if I cut my hair that short, my wife would be like, whoa, you shaved your head.
0: You know? But uh, for Derek, any hair is is um, momentous. It's, it was a while since I had hair. 2008. Um, 6, six of 2008 is when I cut off my hair. Oh, okay. And I grew it back on a non-monumentous day. Just on a Tuesday. Yeah well but, you, you can't grow your hair back on a day
1: you just stop shaving it and then eventually there's hair there it's like does it happen on a day you shave your hair yeah. on a day but you grow hair back over many days
0: over many days now i will make the demarcation of that day and it was the day that you had acknowledged my hair ah. and you said it's not Derek. you said it's Herrick. Herrick, and we did a podcast so whatever day we did that podcast oh. on that was the the day of my inaugural hair—that's the day you decided to not shave it again. Yep. All right, so you were just between shaves at that point. Well, no. Well, I was maybe a week into not okay. shaving. Or Had you already decided
1: to no longer shave moving forward, or you just hadn't shaved yet?
0: Uh, you know, I mean, I didn't have like a gun to my head or anything, like saying, "Oh, you need to do something or else." You know, Decide! but I was hair or no hair. Yeah, I kind of just let it flow, like Ooh. my wavy Ooh. locks of hair, like your like your yeah. like flowing. Like my flowing hair. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say
1: like your golden locks, but really like your your fiery locks. locks. Golden locks are downstairs.
0: (laughs) No, the the fiery locks are up downstairs. We'll leave that for later in the show. (laughs) No, but the redhead pact. There is a redhead pact. Okay. Okay. All right. Now, I'm trying to remember the specifics of it, but... (laughs) They're not that important. (laughs) I'm
1: an introductory member who's unclear about the membership guidelines, (laughs) but there is a pact. I'm sure of its existence. Yeah. And, uh,
0: and the specifics are not that important.
1: (laughs) It has something to do with hair. I don't know, but it's a pact that I'm a member. I'm a card carrying
0: member. It was, it was an unspoken rule that redheads have a bond with other redheads. And there is just that bond, the redhead bond. Sure. And it's just, it's just there. It's It's like a truck. It's like, you know, the truck, you drive a truck Mm -hmm. and on the street, you know, sometimes you might wave to another truck. You're more likely to wave to another truck.
1: Oh yeah. 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 Another person who recognizes or shares your hardship of, oh, ain't it hard to like drive down city streets and everyone's cutting you off. Doesn't it suck to be a truck driver? Like, Hey fellow, uh, you know, frustrated driver who hasn't gone
0: crazy and killed everybody for being in their way yet. Like, good to see you. Similar to that, times maybe a hundred. All right, Ooh. because as as a redhead, you get picked on more. You you generate more attention. You have a red. You, it's a thing. redhead.
1: What's yeah. so weird is like okay, there's multiple colors of hair. There's uh, blonde and black, and then everything in between. So like brunette, auburn, uh, you know, dirty blonde. There's all these different colors of hair, but there are no other pacts. Like there are no other colors of hair that are like, oh hey, he's got black hair. Uh, this and that, but like, yeah, it's weird how redheads get, were singled out as this thing. It's weird. It's very weird. And yeah. then, then like, even like in a very vicious way, like a the whole way. like, whole yeah. soulless ginger and all that kind of stuff, yeah. where you're like, god damn, I just have red hair, dude. Like,
0: I was, I'm sorry I was born this way. I have all, and I, I would go so far to say that blondes probably detest each other. Oh, like I in would, a jealousy I would, way? Or? I would probably say, oh, fucking blonde. Whereas um, like, redheads are like, you got my back. I got your back. Okay. Uh, when,
1: when when the hordes come after us to eradicate us, you and I, brother. Yep. You and I,
0: like, we'll be in a convenience in store, a, and it's like fiery a, ginger hail of lead, and and we just look at each other and just nod, like, "Yep." Shit goes down. We got each other's back. We know, and we know <laughs> we, we kind of know how to fight a little bit because being redheads, we got picked on a little bit more. So now <sighs> I did it. Now I did it. Now I'm lying a little bit. Okay. Because I have Auburn hair. Ah. Okay. So I kind of red red. No. I mean, my beard is pretty orange, right? But, it's pretty but, gray. But I didn't have a beard in grade school.
1: <laughs> yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah.
0: So, um, but the red, I still got picked on, though. I still huh. was not, like, off limits. That, like, no way. Like, I just mean. some
1: asshole would say things like, what? Like. Redhead. Just call you a redhead? Yeah, redhead. But that's yeah. the same as anyone know, with, like, a big nose. If someone just be like, yeah, whatever, big nose. Like, I mean, kids just point out anything that sticks out. I mean if you have Yeah. Uh you know, if you have like brown pants on that day, they might just be like whatever brown pants. Like you Yeah, know but I mean?
0: nobody likes a redhead. Nobody likes redheads in school. I don't weird. know. Nobody likes them. You're just not not like I mean, don't get me wrong. It's not you're just not cool. You're not in the in crowd. You're yeah. not like, oh he's a redhead. That's cool. Like
1: you even get you know? the thing where it's like, Oh, he's pretty cool for a redhead. Like, what, yeah. what the fuck does that mean? Like, what what?
0: Huh. That's
1: a weird yeah. one. Um yeah. I don't get it. I wonder when it started. That would be a fun history project is like researching the history of the hatred for redheads or how they became singled out. Because redheads have certainly always existed. Does it go back to like ancient Greece when like, you know, did they have a word for like ginger Uh, or was it a thing or when did that become a thing and why would be an interesting research project someone else should do?
0: Yeah, that would. I remember actually one day in high school where this red other redhead probably the only other one you know <laughs> yeah. and, was, and i was like he didn't like, need a name he was just the other redheaded guy i was so happy because he was dating this really hot girl in school and i was like there's a there's chance oh, for us like he I, raised your property value he did ah. i was like i was like yeah his name was eric All right. i was like yeah eric go was he eric the red because <laughs> <laughs> that's what that would be great yeah <laughs> eric the red i, I mean <laughs> eric the red and derek the red you guys are the two redheads. Yep. Yep. Nice. Now, and we had, you know, there wasn't, there was a little unspoken there. I mean, it wasn't, we weren't friends. Yeah. But it, he, you know, rising tide raises all ships. Sure. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, so yeah. he started dating this hot girl and I was like, there's a chick. I have a, we I, had, yeah. maybe us guys, are, us redheads are coming back Redheads in style. have
1: The hottest chick in school. Like, why not me?
0: You know? Now, this is one that, you know, and I hate, Going back and calling somebody this, but you know, people would probably call her a little bit, you know, easy. Uh-huh. She was kind of easy, yeah. And she, I won't even use her name. And right. I like her. I, I liked her at the time. She was really nice. She just uh, had a reputation was, for being easy. She tried everything, you know what I mean. And eventually, she ended up trying the redhead. You know what I mean? She just tried. <laughs> she, she liked to try whatever. She's like, dude, you know, I'm gonna check out some fire crotch. You know, yeah. like why not?
1: You know what's sad, <laughs> dude? For women too is like for guys. Our goal is to hook up with as many chicks as we can. I mean, we make a game out of it, like, you know, touching boobs is second base and shit like that, you know? It's just like, oh, dude, you get second base? Nah, fucking pussy, you know? Like, oh, you you know, get that shit next time. Like, our whole thing is conquering women at every opportunity. And then poor women, if they, like, explore the world sexually, they're yeah, looked right. down upon, they're just, like, they're discovering their own bodies. Yeah. It's like, whore!
0: Like, yeah. <laughs> like damn, that and, sucks, dude. And, you know they can make money off of it. Now, I'm not saying that they should. I'm just saying I get it. Like I as a man, if I could make money off of sex when I was like oh. 18, shit, I would be fucking making money off sex all the time, well, you know. And that's I weird don't.
1: because that plays back into the ability for that that sort of an opportunity to even exist. So because sex for women is so um I don't know, risque, if that's the right word or just looked down upon or so like um so special like sex for a woman is so special that it's uh compromising her virtue is what makes it worth money say in porn or prostitution or whatever whereas guys are just like oh how many chicks can I fuck do I'm gonna go out and I'm gonna try to fuck every chick oh did you get laid last night no I tried to fuck everyone didn't get didn't get anyone like oh okay that's just dude's story yeah but women if they want to go have sex they can go anywhere. They could, like, go to the grocery store and just be like, I'm just going to go find someone to have sex with. And they can absolutely 100% do it. Um, yeah, Where, instantly. guys, we could try our ass off and like, man, I've been going fucking you know, bars every weekend, you know, for three months and, and no luck. I haven't been able to find anyone to have sex with me. You know? Three
0: months, three years. <laughs>
1: yeah. There's no <laughs> three years. You know, no limit. Like, <laughs> <yeah>. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> he's like redhead. Remember? <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> Man. All right. Yeah. uh, uh. I'll say her name, Wendy. Oh, Wendy. All yeah, right. her That's, name was Wendy. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah, I feel bad for really Wendy. Really
0: nice. I, liked her. I like her a lot. I feel yeah. bad for Wendy because, yeah. like,
1: that that sucks. Like, that would really suck to be a teenager, like, exploring social connections and figuring the world out, finding your place, figuring out your own body, like, what you like, what you do, what you enjoy. And then every time you try something new, people find out about it and they talk about you and, like, Wendy's such a slut. I'm like, fuck, dude. If that ever happened to us or any guy like uh, our reputation would be in the shit or like the moment uh, it it it's insane. It it it's a it's a shitty double standard. Now that's yeah. changing though, right? Like it's totally different now. It's still not entirely the same. And I don't think it ever will be the same. No, and, it'll never be the same. Because it's never going to be as easy for a guy to go out and have sex as it would be for a girl to go out and have sex. Girls are just more sought after. Uh, that's just the way the social structure works, and as long as it's that, and girls hold the cards, and their whole game is denying sex until they decide to have it, and guys is pursuing sex until they're able to get it, then that that difference that that leverage of of opportunity will always exist. Um, and poor girls like Wendy would just be labeled as sluts.
0: Well, maybe she was a <coughs> slut. I don't know. I
1: don't know Wendy, but too many girls that I've known are just kind of like they're normal.
0: They're they're just. So, what? Don't we all
1: experiment with sex in our teens? You
0: know, like that's what we do. That's what you should do, I think. Uh, Yeah. yeah. Um, If you can. I didn't have much, many options myself, but um, (laughs) (laughs) I explored sex with myself. (laughs) 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 I was pretty great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But I think there have been, um, I don't want to say research done on that, but uh, somehow I forgot what I was going to say. I Um, think
1: Derek was doing research on it. He was applying the laws of statistics. To uh, attempts and I got uh, it. Yes, successes and failures.
0: PUA, pickup artists, pick up the pickup artistry, the pickup artistry. I will, I will unveil a little bit of knowledge from the pickup artistry. All right, uh, community. I used to follow that a little bit, right? And actually, that it that broke my my dry spell was the pickup artistry.
1: Really? Yeah. So you had a long dry spell. I had a long dry spell, striking out at bars and stuff like that grocery stores? Yeah, I,
0: I never had a chance at a bar or a grocery store. That wasn't me. It, it, if I had a chance, it was like through meeting a friend of a friend or something like that. Or like, you know, you go out with um, a friend and then he's got a friend and then she brought her friend and then I got, you know, that's usually how it would it was work That was always out, the yeah. way it worked. And I guess that's not entirely true. I mean,
1: I, I met some people in party scenarios, bars or parties or whatever, but it always seems like the ones where you actually have a chance to, like, explore a possibility of a relationship is when it's a friend of a friend you meet in a non-drunk situation, you know? Because when you're yeah. just drunk and you hook up, a hookup is viewed so different than
0: uh, something with substance, you know? You're embarrassed a little bit, like, probably the next day. You don't know if it was real. If or you it just was don't like, value okay. it. You're just like, yeah, I fucked her. Yeah.
1: And it'd it, it it's that it's cheap, you know? And it's like, whether you liked it or whether you feel bad or whether you're just like, yeah, fucking I own that shit. Like it either way, like it just doesn't mean much.
0: Um, it's probably different yeah.
1: for women though. They're probably like yeah. regretful. Like, Oh, I fucked him. Like, ah, oh,
0: man. And that, that goes to the triggers. There are triggers that women have when it comes to, um, wanting to have sex. Okay. And those toll gates need to be passed. Oh, toll gates. Like wow. If we're going to actually break this down all right. to a scientific level wow. where we scrutinize okay. all the events that occur that happen up to the point of sexual intercourse.
1: And, and is this like a, a strategic opportunity creating thing where you're like, oh, I'm, I'm targeting that woman. I'm going to create an opportunity to go through these steps to to get her. Or you just happen to meet someone in a grocery store or at a bar, and then you apply these
0: strategies. In either case they apply they're applicable. Oh, okay. so like right. yes, so you opportunistic could str- or predatorial. Or predatory. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And now and and that's a little bit of the pushback. One time I told some guy, I'm like, yeah, I I like to read the pickup artist stuff, and he was kinda like he looked at me like he wanted to punch me. You know, and I was like, What? I'm like, you know, and he's like he thought he was like, Well, rapists do that and I could see the point you're, for that no they don't
1: they overpower well, women and rape them like I'm trying yeah to. that's true too yeah, that's, that's true not too what rapists do
0: <laughs> yeah I guess you're right huh they, yeah you're right rapists don't care rapists grab a woman right? and throw them in yeah. their van and rape them that's rape yeah. uh but I could I could see how a guy that might want to venture that way to be more I don't know it sounds like that, one of those militant uh, male feminist kind of guys. He could have been. He was a, we- he was definitely a weird dude. Oh, okay. So like he looked and I was like, what? I haven't had, I didn't have sex for like 10 years, dude. I mean, <laughs> trying, like, give me a break, I'm bro. Trying I'm trying to just,
1: polish my frigging game uh,
0: here. You know, I'm going out to like bars wearing like a, uh, a sports jacket, man. I'm like, I'm trying real hard, dude. I, I'm not being <laughs> real successful. Give me a break, bro. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to get like, some I'm pussy here, bro. T- <laughs> <laughs> Fucking get off my case. Yeah. um, and, okay, so the toll gates, I'll just say them. All right, one yeah, of them yeah, teach me. One of them is, what do they call it? They call it kinet- kinesis or kinetic touch. Okay. So there has to be a touch. All right. Right? So like, and that's actually happens early on is the touch. Uh-huh. And uh, one of the pickup artist things when you go and you meet a girl is you got to make them laugh. Uh-huh. You got to do a laugh. All right. You get a laugh and then you got their attention. Okay. Uh, once you have a laugh, then you want to get a touch all right in any way any way possible because that just trips a, the next toll gate that's in hard wire and touch you or you touch her either way okay I, well right. ideally you want she has to be open to it okay you don't just run up and grab her boobs and, you know be like <laughs> oh i got your touch oh, okay like, hold on let me cross that line <laughs> out don't grab boobs yeah don't, gra- okay. don't oh, grab don't right. grab boobs Glad so you. So the the most common one is <laughs> to just have some stupid little game that you're gonna play and just be like, "Can I see your hand?" Yeah, you know, right. Or yeah, or like, oh, I can re- I can oh, read I can, your future. Let me it. see. Yeah. <laughs> some bullshit. <laughs> some bullshit, right. right? And then <laughs> and then just you, t- you touch touch a hand. All right, that does something to the hardwiring in the brain where there's another toll gate that's passed. All right, and then there's a third toll gate, and then if she says your name back to you, so you got her to laugh, you got to touch. And if she says your name, that means she likes you. She remembered your name. Okay. You can actually move in for a kiss. Ah. You can get you can get a kiss. They they say it's like and I I might have fucked those up. I don't know, but it's something along those lines. Okay. And then and they say like, "Oh, you got that one, that one, that one, you can get a kiss." Hmm. Move in for a kiss and you could just do it and 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 that's a third. But then sex is different. Okay. So sex, she has to know that you're not going to leave. So sex takes about seven or eight hours of of time that mm-hmm. you have to spend with that girl, okay, until the next toll gate is passed, and she has to feel like you're not going to like run off. All right? right, and this is kind of horrible when I say it like this because it's like it it is a means to get sex, well, right? But I never got sex. Through so this, this is
1: but. really to me no different than um, how to. How to Influence People and Win Friends is one of the best-selling books <laughs> yeah. of all time, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. And uh, these are just manipulative asshole things to study. It's just like, how do I get people to listen to me? Uh, sales books, which I've been in in sales and marketing positions my whole life. All of these sales books are all about, like, how do I convince people to buy shit from me? And uh, every bit of it is establishing credibility and... and mm, literally like manipulating people into wanting to buy from you or build a relationship with you and none of it's based on on like genuine connection with people it's all like how do i manipulate this conversation to be the most advantageous to me so it's like to me like manipulating opposite sex relations is no different than manipulating people in business situations or or anything like that it's uh uh probably even worse to say you're fucking people out of money, you know what i mean? But to yeah. to try to get a chance to have a girl like you, like is that really manipulation? It's not like you're lying to them or anything. You're just trying to kind of stand out from the crowd and and uh
0: you know, meet someone. So I don't know. I don't see that as being like weird and creepy and rapey. Yeah. Well, well, these guys take it to, and they don't stay around. They don't stick around. They have no, oh, so intention. it's tricking
1: them into thinking that you're going to hang out for a while. Yeah. Oh, yeah. well, that's just yeah. fucked up.
0: Yeah. It's fucked up. Is that what you want? You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, like, right. Is that what you want? Uh, yeah. I don't want, I, I, I <laughs> yeah. And, and you know, these guys, a lot of these guys, they have the same problem where they can go through the steps and they can get laid But that's where it ends for them. Of course. And they can't actually have an intimate relationship. And it's like, that is... Uh, Of course. Right. Yeah. And it's like, I mean...
1: Dude, I even think that way about sales. Like, you read all these selling books, and it's all about, like, kind of these things of, how do I get this sale? mm -hmm. Uh, And then what have you built? Have you really built a relationship? Have you helped that customer at all? Like, have you really, like, solved the problem or met a need Mm-hmm. have you accomplished anything or are you just tricking people into buying shit from you? And I've never wanted to be that guy. So for me, yeah. it's always been like, I want to ask you what you're actually looking for. Uh, okay, cool. So if this kind of thing existed, would it make sense? Yeah, that'd be great. Okay, so now we're just figuring out like what the right price is. What would the right price look like? And how does that work for you? And no, oh, no, that's too low. That wouldn't work for me. And you find out a way like here, here's the right solution to your problem. Here's a fair price that makes sense for you and me and uh, now I'm your guy because I'm solving your problems at a fair price that helps you succeed, and I'm succeeding while I help you succeed. We succeed together. Let's go play golf together. Like That's that's the way to do it. That's like a lasting business relationship. It's not just me fucking you out of money and tricking you into buying, and then I'm like (laughs) running to the bank and I never call you again, changing my
0: number, and like what fucking kind of existence is that? But you do have the tools, though. Right. Oh, you, you have, like you can, you can oh, yeah. turn up the heat if you need to, you know, yes. and you can, you've done yes. it before. And yeah. then for me,
1: it becomes what kind of person do I want to be? How important is this to me? Mm-hmm. It does, it is like, is this just a game you're trying to win? Or are you actually trying to be like a good person? Uh, and, and I've had to ask myself those questions in the earlier days of my career, when the opportunities existed to really just make sales and take money. Uh, and now through making those choices and deciding the kind of person I want to be, I found myself in roles where it's just inherent in what I do now. Now it's uh fewer opportunities to just well, I guess that's not true, to well, screw you, people out of money.
0: No, but you know you know to the level of how to ask the question.
1: Yeah, yeah. And yeah.
0: in order to get the response that you want. Yes. Kind of oh, right. You know? Well, yeah. Directing, yes, and I still do that is
1: you want, you want to get people responding with a yes. Yeah. Um, you want to ask them open-ended questions that get them to talk instead of just a yes or no. Um, so I do use some of those tactics, but the information I gain from those tactics is used in a way of discovering a real need that I either can or can't solve. And I find myself in a lot of cases like, oh, I don't think we're the right fit for you. Like, based on what you're saying here, we could do this, and it may make sense for you, and maybe you want that, but it may make more sense to go this other route because here's why and whatever. And I've, I've referred people to do other things other than buy for me or work with the company I work for. And mm-hmm. I mean, I guess that doesn't make me the best salesman, but that's why I, a, I can sleep at night and be, I think I'm in the long term more successful. Um, certainly at building relationships with people. Uh, and to me, it's just, I, I don't know for, for me, it's more important to be able to like look at myself in the mirror and go like, Am I a salesperson or am I a problem solver? And I want to be a problem solver.
0: Yeah. Um. So I have to make those choices sometimes. You're like a, uh, a re- converted gang member. Like I am. in the past, you you've like you fucked some shit up, dude. <laughs> fuck people up. Those those people in the Midwest. That you called born up again. Like, I'm again salesman. You're a born again salesman. <laughs> You're, <laughs> born again salesman. <laughs> You're like the greatest salesman in the world, reborn. Reborn.
1: Yeah. It's just like now I use my powers for good instead of fucking you. Which I yeah. could do, trust me, I could totally fuck you. You totally could. Yeah. You totally could. Yeah, yeah, it's it's, it's kind of a gross game how sales is, um, and how, like, those sales books, which, you know, hijacking your whole line of conversation about, like, the, like breaking things down into a strategy, um, it, uh, it, it uh, it's... Yeah, I think it's just sad, though, to like have those sorts of things where they're used or designed to use as manipulative tools, whether it's screwing girls out of their virtue or screwing people out of their money. Like, really, dude? I mean, I don't know. If that's really what you want, I guess. There should be books out there for everybody. Um, there's the Anarchist Cookbook, too, and I don't have any use in
0: blowing stuff up you know, anymore. But, I, I um, ordered something from the Anarchist Cookbook before. Okay. I was stupid enough to do that. Really? Yeah. So you have a file. Yeah. I have a file oh, for yeah. sure. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's almost or, like the, or anarchist... at least the address that that I had it shipped to has a file. I don't Did you know. not use your real name? I can't remember. I would be really stupid to probably use my own name.
1: In those early days of mail order, though, we didn't really know about um data harvesting. Yeah. Right? So we probably mm. just like, oh, it needs my mailing address to mail me this, you know, um bomb casing and wick. Yeah, uh, blasting so.
0: caps. I ordered blasting caps. And I sent it back. I sent it out with like a self-addressed stamp envelope. And then um, it comes back like eight months later. (laughs) It was like eight months later, bro. It was like, I was like, there's no way. Um, Like I was, I was expecting, I was waiting for it too. I was like, Oh man, this is going to be good. This is going to be good when it comes. And I was like, you know, after, like, a month, I'm like, yeah, probably not going to happen. And then, like, eight months later, I get it. I get it back, and it was like, I don't know. There's just something weird about the, I'm sure they did all the forensic everything on it. They probably pulled all the eight finger. Eight months? And, did yeah. it work? Did you ever try them? No, I never got them. The, oh. the envelope that I had sent to that place. Oh, it was returned. It, that got returned. Oh, eight Eight months later. Just yeah. the envelope.
1: That went through the FBI oh, and the ETF yeah. and oh, whatever, yeah. like all that. Yeah, totally. Yeah,
0: they staked me out. They just did everything. Wow. It was just not... and then they even mailed it back to you just yeah, like, yeah, yeah we, no. Just to let you know, we got gotcha. you. Yeah. We know, we got gotcha. you. Your request yeah. for blasting caps has been denied. Yeah. What an idiot, huh? Back then. <laughs> what a dummy. That was a Coyote Circle address to you on there. <laughs> so my dad and Debbie probably, my dad's probably like going to, to go try to buy a gun. There, He's like, no, you can't buy this gun. They're like, like, really, like, dude. Oh, oh man. Yeah. All right. Hold on one sec. Um, yeah.
1: did you ever, did you ever do anything else weird at that house before? Like you ordered bomb material to that house? Blasting caps? Yeah.
0: No, I think that was it. No, that I was mean, pretty much it. It sounds like a loaded question though. I'm, no, I'm no, sure no. I actually have. I was trying
1: to get you to tell a story so I could take off my headphones. I'm going to go put a towel under the door so, uh, smoke doesn't go out there. I was just thinking oh, of a way yeah, to like yeah. fill
0: that void with content. Oh sure, you sure it's okay to do this in here? <laughs> I don't know. We don't have to. I I can just it's, eh, yeah yeah, yeah go, go by the door and do it or oh, the okay. the window.
1: Okay, we're yeah. lame. We're having a conversation yeah. about whether or not it's safe to uh, rip a bowl here in the hotel room, and the answer is probably no because they're always like no smoking, no whatevers, you know, all that kind of fun shit. But if you go by the by the window, you don't think the bathroom. Oh, into the fart fan. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. There you go. I'll just go real quick. All right. So you can do the fart fan. And um uh when you kind of when you're taking a rip, I remember this, man. It's been a long time since I smoked, but uh when you do this, um, kids at home, you can take a take a good rip, uh actually only pack enough in the bowl that you could totally clear it. So when you put too much weed in the bowl, you take a big rip and you stop sucking in, uh then the nugget of burning weed in the bowl like continues to smoke, and that smoke kind of fills the room, and that one stinks a lot. So the key is to only put enough, called like a snap or a little, um, a little rip, just inside the uh, uh, bowl of the of the pipe, just enough so you can smoke the entire thing. So when you're done, it's gone. There's no extra smoke when you stop sucking in, and then you've got it all in your lungs, and you hold it in. All right, so there's no smoke because the bowl didn't smoke when you were done inhaling. And it's all inside your lungs with your mouth closed, so there's still no smoke. And what you do is you very controlled and very slowly exhale right next to the fart fan, um, little bits at a time, and just a very slow exhale right into the uh, exhaust fan to get it all to suck out as much as possible. Then you close the door behind you, leave the fart fan running. And that's about the best you can do. There was a time, I'll tell a story, I don't know if Derek can hear me or not, but we were on a fishing boat, and uh, drugs on a fishing boat are no bueno. If they catch you uh, with any drugs on a fishing boat, they will turn right back around, dude. And the trip is over for everybody, and I'm sure you'll get beat up in the parking lot because everyone paid a lot of money to be on the fishing boat. and You just cut the trip short because you just had to do drugs, and the captain uh, will be fucking pissed, and everyone else will be super pissed. And uh, what you do is a toilet paper roll stuffed with um, fabric softener. Uh, So the fabric softener will take away the scent, And the toilet paper roll holds it all in a nice little tube. And what you do is you take a rip, just like I explained. You only put enough in the bowl to where you can finish the entire bowl uh, with one inhale. So just a little snap. uh, Suck the whole thing in. And then exhale it into the toilet paper roll stuffed full of fabric (coughs) fabric softener. And as you exhale through the toilet paper roll stuffed with fabric softener, that will take away most of the smell of the weed.
0: And uh, that's how you smoke weed on a boat. Um, yeah, you did that on a, a tuna boat. I feel yeah. like a junkie now. I'm just all like. Derek going had there. to go take a break to do drugs. Yeah. <laughs> drugs. Is- but
1: you're in California now, Derek. It's not yeah. a drug. Yeah. It's exactly. recreational use of a totally legal plant. Yeah. Like it should be.
0: So I, I, I made a mistake. I blew into the towel, and that towel actually looks like lips now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so i'm gonna have to i'm gonna have to soak that towel or something i'm so sorry they're gonna I, it's your credit i feel bad it's your credit card on this thing but gonna, I, i'm like i'm like they're sp-
1: gonna see that towel with this like brown lips and go yeah. like
0: man i got some dirty <laughs> pussy
1: in there like, <laughs> that's gross oh,
0: oh man i'm sorry that Derek. Just, my yeah. god man i'm just making a mess over here
1: i like it i like it whoa
0: my microphone just mm. fell down
1: oh no mic drop
0: mic drop i just dropped the mic
1: yeah. Do you, were you on that fishing boat when we were uh No,
0: I can't go on boats. No, nah, <sighs> I can't handle that. I'll get seasick. I'll be throwing up the entire time. Do we are booking a
1: tuna trip right now actually for this summer? Mm. Um it would be so cool if you could go,
0: but I know you won't. Dude, I I'm th- I think I'll be sick the whole time. I think yeah? it would like, yeah. Yeah. Do you get ocean sick? Yeah, I do. When's the last time you went on an ocean boat? Uh even that big boat that you and I went on to go to Rosarito. Oh, the cruise. Yeah, the cruise. Ah. That that i got sick on that too we went to ensenada didn't we oh yeah ensenada no wait was it ensenada yeah yeah the down south
1: the huh? three-day cruise to ensenada yeah yeah um they've also got a four-day cruise see, to ensenada but you stop at catalina for a day that's a
0: different one we didn't do that we just went straight to ensenada yeah i remember it was three days see like when you can't get laid you got to take a friend to ensenada i mean not that i went. i, I had a awesome time oh, well. with you dude yeah I, but i'm saying but you know i'm what sure I'm you would have preferred, no. preferred to take a girl i would have preferred to take a girl you know but yeah, that yeah. was just no option for me I was <laughs> like i'm like oh except for that one girl that was in the office you know that dirty slut dude i don't, <laughs> I don't know what her name was but i think <laughs> in what I, office uh act act oh uh, at that yeah, office at that office yeah and you know she was she sat next to jim she jim. sat in your in your guys' office dude she was and she knew Shelley, the Mexican chick. Yeah. Oh, dude, she showed up at one of our shows one time randomly. <laughs> what was her name? What was her Dave? I don't know. I don't she remember. wanted to go with me on that trip. She was oh. like, take, she was like, take me, and I'm like, nah, I can't do nah, that. Nah, That's just nah, too much. Nah, yeah. No nah. that that
1: chick randomly showed up at one of our shows. I would call it a concert, but it was really just us playing at a bar, and uh. My girlfriend at the time was like freaking out, like, why would you bring her and all this? I'm like, I didn't invite her at all, you know? Like, I make my flyers <laughs> at work because printing's free. Like, Tim would let yeah. me use the, the printer to print out flyers, or yeah. I just did, and he never said anything. Um, so she became aware of the show because I just, you know, uh, printed flyers at work. And then she randomly just showed up at Cask and Cleaver in Corona, dude. She came to a show. She was kind of on your jock, dude, wasn't she? I don't remember anything other than that. Like I was really yeah. surprised she showed up because I was just like, "What are you doing here? Like I came to party and was like totally like <laughs> drunk and like
0: touchy and all that, and I'm like, "What the fuck? Oh, what was man. her name? Yeah, what was her? There's another one too. another one that was on your jock. Oh, I don't Rip. remember. Okay, well, let me re- you'll remember she was the one that was Indian. Indian. I had an Indian chick on my jock. Yeah. Like like dot
1: Indian or like, uh, like native Indian?
0: No, like dot Indian. But, but she was, but she wasn't like, she did not have an Indian accent. She's a valley girl. (laughs) She's She's like, you're so sexy. Yeah. That was uh, my best Indian. Yeah. She was totally a valley girl. And, um, yeah, she was <clears throat> she was on you dude she was on see so you you were not in remember. the same boat you were you were obviously not in the same boat I was with huh. the drives bill was she because, in tech support yeah she was in tech support she answered the phones of course like she's it's Indian it's so it's of course. <laughs> of Miriam like Miriam had left and then Miriam. she answered the phones okay I remember
1: and, Miriam uh, huh I don't remember Miriam, she was uh, in me huh Miriam
0: yep. yeah, yeah.
1: yeah I remember her uh uh-huh. all right but this other chick was into you. Yeah, me, she huh? was into you. All yeah, right. Yeah. Well,
0: sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, you had you had like options. You had so many options. I mean, you're in a band too. You know, you got options up the yin yang. I guess. Yeah. But you're not an option. You're not that kind of guy, though. You're okay. you're a guy. You're a long term relationship guy. And you know what's you funny
1: know, is I, I I always have been. Um, I've never been like Mr. Player guy or anything. Yeah, no. And uh, uh, when I was in a band. I was just super into partying. Like, I, I never really was like, "Oh, I'm gonna get all kinds of chicks because I'm in the band," or use that as as a pickup thing or anything. Like, it was like the band was a, a really fun way for me and my bros to like have fun and go party and go cool places and do cool things. Um, but yeah, there were there were girls around, I guess, all the time.
0: Yeah, no, and the band. You were the leader of the band. I just want to give more background. Even though you weren't the lead singer, but you were the one that kept everything together. Yeah. And, yeah. and made sure all the practices happened and, oh, yeah. and booked all the shows. and
1: Yeah, so and, I was more like the manager of the band. Mm-hmm. And then Chris was more like, he was the front man, and he was more like that guy anyway. He was the life of the party. He was more girls liked him than anyone Uh, but I was always like the manager of the band, the business guy, the disappointed business guy (laughs) more (laughs) often than not. Like what's wrong with you
0: guys? Like
1: here's a stack of flyers. Go hand these out, you know, the week before we're playing or whatever. And then no one would. And oh man, I always, always get so pissed.
0: Yeah. Like you need a guitar to play. The show guys like, yeah you have to have, bring your good and you have to have backup strings like, yeah like, you gotta, oh, like oh
1: does anyone does anyone have a guitar i can play like you're the guitar yeah. player you didn't <laughs> bring a fucking guitar you know what i was thinking about the other day is dude our guys were they were good enough to bring their own instruments but they always did mostly chris would always like find some way of falling short where you're like, bro, dude, all you have to do is this. I've got a million fucking things. I've got to promote. I've got to book the show. I've got to bring a 15,000-piece drum set, you know, load in, load out. Like, why shit is so much goddamn work, and all you got to do is just show up and have a guitar? Like,
0: that's bring your own tall boy to yeah. practice and come to practice just get it find a way to get to just practice. be here that's all you gotta yeah. do like yeah. just be here and there was
1: even a period where he barely even played guitar when will was the guitar player uh. chris played guitar but it was just kind of like he was he was a front he was like billy joe like he he could play guitar or not like someone else yeah. was really playing guitar uh. and uh yeah even just being a singer or whatever it was just like all you have to do is show up there's already a pa uh, just yeah, yeah be here
0: he, he had it made too because like he's the center on stage you know what I mean yeah. and, and I remember girls like I would go to watch you guys and girls would be like chris is really good you know they don't say good versus evil is really good they'd be like chris is really good yeah and i remember i told you that one time i was like oh yeah that one girl she said chris is really good and you're like god damn it <laughs> like I, I put these things together <laughs> and chris goes out on stage he's just getting nothing but pussy yeah you know he just what I goes mean? Like, what's <laughs> up everybody yeah let's rock this shit they're like
1: oh you son of a bitch dude <laughs> he was good he used to be yeah. good too oh yeah in his early days too he was like a really good uh he was a really good singer he was a good songwriter and he was a good front man and as he got older and became more of a drinker then uh, he just kind of started deteriorating but was still so much fun to play with and and party with and yeah and uh, those were fun days dude it's crazy that we played together as a band for like 20 years which sounds like a really long time but to be like oh yeah i was in a band for like 20 years is like fuck
0: man i'm old yeah yeah it- You know, he also has good energy up there. Like, you know, he, he gets the crowd going, like he's dancing and singing, like he gets everybody into it. Uh He's not just standing there like, like, you know, well, I'm glad
1: you think that. And I'm glad, I hope other people think that too, because I would always get on him about stage presence and crowd connectivity. Uh So like when you watch really great bands, the lead, the lead guy, the front man or woman is like really connected with the crowd. They're talking Mm -hmm. to the crowd. They're playing for the crowd they're really in tune to the flows of, of energy coming from the crowd. Mm-hmm. And, um, I guess Chris was pretty good at that, but I noticed a lot of times, cause I was always really nitpicky. I was probably an annoying bastard in that sense, but he would like right after a song, he would turn around and talk to me. And I would always look at him, just shake my head and go, don't talk to me, like talk to them, like turn yeah. around, talk yeah. to the crowd kind of deal. Uh-huh. And he would always get really like pissed because he was turning around to talk to me like oh should we play this song or that song i'm like you're running the show dude like you pick the song go talk to the crowd don't talk yeah, to me right. then it got to a point where he would turn around to talk to me and i would just like shake my head at him like <laughs>
0: uh-uh no <laughs> go talk to them that's cool that's a cool lesson you're like the zen master yeah yeah you're yeah. like you're like let me teach you danya son <laughs> connect to the crowd I was, I be was, one with crowd i was more like
1: the controlling asshole <laughs> like...
0: <laughs> but you saw yourself as zen master back there or, i guess. Yeah, no. I guess. That's no, but, funny. You know, that's true, though. But I mean, you know that because you connected with the crowd. Where uh, you I, was, probably... I was
1: hyper aware of the crowd's attention, whether they were even paying attention to us or not. Mm-hmm. Uh, and when there were these swells of connection and energy, like the crowd would be like into what we're doing and like yep. feeling a song and that song would end. And what you need to do is just go straight into a next one. You need to keep that shit pumping. Uh, you got to keep that roller coaster rolling and nothing kills that momentum in a crowd worse than the band stopping and turning around to talk to the drummer. Uh, you're disconnecting from yeah. the crowd entirely, and to me, it was just like severing the artery of the show. And I'm just kind of like, ah, uh-uh, them, go with them, make Fucking it look talk to them,
0: and make it look cohesive. Yeah, you know, it, it's not about we're we're not like gonna be not incestual, but you know, incestuous or what, you're like. We're out, yeah. yeah I know yeah. what you mean. We're, we're an entity
1: playing to them. Like, don't turn around and converse with me about what to play next. And then sometimes he would even, I don't mean to shit on Chris, yeah, he was a great yeah. front man, but sure. sometimes he would even ask the crowd, like, hey, what do you want to hear? You know, and sometimes yeah. that's cool. Uh-huh. But when that energy is peaking and it's like at this moment of, like, you should know what's going to fucking drive them into a frenzy. Like, the next song is this, and just yell it out. We'll we'll hear you. We'll follow you. Just yell out whatever you think's going to work. Like, you're orchestrating this whole thing. Yeah, You're running the show, dude. Um, Notice that they're at peak energy and just fucking drive them further. Like, give it to them, Chris. And he would stop
0: and turn around and go, like, what do you think we should play? And I'm like, uh-uh. <laughs> fucking go dude yeah no i hear you and i gotta say there's sometimes like saying that you felt the energy of the crowd there were especially like one occasion where you fucking wailed on drums dude you fucking just ripped it to fucking pieces and like i remember i was standing next to some stranger dude And I was just like, you know, that's valuable info. Yeah. And he was like, that drummer fucking is killing it, dude. Really? Like, yeah, while you were going off, dude. And he was just like, look at that drummer. That drummer's crazy, dude. He's just like going (laughs) off, dude. And uh, yeah, it was just badass, man. It was like. What's really fun about drums is you're not in the front. So you can be
1: kind of a wallflower. You can just kind of play the song and no one goes like, oh man, the drummer doesn't have any energy. It's just like, you're just, you're just playing the song. Like no one expects anything from you really just play well, obviously, but like they don't expect you to be a big presence. Yeah. But when you are, it's like this extra like, oh man, the drummer's fucking going off dude and all that. So it's like, you can kind of kick back a little bit. And then when you really feel the swell or you want to drive the swell or whatever, like you can really push it to a new level. Uh, it's a cool instrument in that sense. Whereas when you're a front man, you have to be that driving force the whole time. So it's like, I'm critical of Chris, but I don't think I could be, uh, a, a front man. I think he was better at it than I ever would have been, even though I thought of myself as connected to the crowd and all that. Yeah. Observing what the crowd energy level is, is very different than driving that energy level. And, uh, he was good at that.
0: Yeah. He would yeah. get
1: people going. He just would kind of let it go sometimes. You know. Yeah. Um, but that that's a that's a cool piece of, of live music is that energy, you know, and even being in the crowd, like I love being on stage, but I, I still love being in a crowd and watching good bands and watching how they play and feeling that energy that they're putting off and then giving that energy back kind of deal. It's just such a cool experience. Like nothing is this nothing is like being
0: at a rad live show. Uh I love it. Yeah, I can't imagine that like especially with that many people now like my i i think i told you that one stage experience i had where i did that character show
1: oh yeah yeah yeah, with
0: your improv troupe i that wasn't the improv troupe that was just a different thing okay but i fucking dropped the mic on that motherfucker dude yeah i I had people coming up to me after the show saying like even when you were fake crying like i thought i was really sad for you you know i was like i was into it dude i was like it was so much fun. And that connection to that crowd, dad and Debbie were there too. That connection to that crowd was just like, I just felt it. And then they were laughing their ass off, like real laugh. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you get a real laugh and you're just like, it just affects you. And after yeah. that show, I have never felt a high, a natural yeah. high that is that high. Yeah, It like for days I was like floating on yeah. Fucking cloud nine. Nothing
1: matches that validation of a crowd of people or uh, someone else responding to something that you do or create or feel good about, and then people respond to it, and that energy of laughter or cheering or whatever is like, um, I don't know you. You could write you could write a thousand words describing it, and it wouldn't do it any justice. Like it's it's this really unique amazing feeling that you find yourself chasing once
0: you've tasted it because to do because to, to perform that way i had to throw my whole being into it, uh-huh. it whether whether i like i had to forget about whether i was going to be laughed at i had to, i had to just oh, fucking yeah. 100 and 100% go for it which
1: makes it even better because it's not like oh i just kind of you know did this half-assed yeah like Like, I gave myself to this performance and people liked it you know like yeah I put everything I had into that and they responded and that's and that even just multiplies the validation uh, and it makes you want more of it and it feels great to be able to to offer yourself up to that sort of a situation right like Mm -hmm. most of us are pretty reserved some more than others but we all kind of try to manage our manage other people's opinions of us a little bit yeah uh and when you really just let it go and you put yourself out there, especially on a
0: stage, and people respond positively, like, yeah, that yeah. feels great. Yep. And that next day is when that angel pointed at me.
1: Oh, remember, oh yeah. Remember?
0: No. <laughs> yeah. no. <You> don't <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember that. Uh, I told you this story already. Oh. Where I was, I was getting out and I was going to go to improv class. Oh, yeah, or, yeah, yeah. Okay. And then I was getting out of the car and somebody was walking down the street pointing at me. While they're walking, it was, he was like 24 year old white boy huh. with a hat on. He was just point he, as while he's walking the entire time. And I was like, I could feel him pointing at me. And then I was like, fine, I'll, I have to look up at you cause you're pointing at me.
1: What'd you do? Did you like wave at him? Like, like Queen
0: Elizabeth, like twisting your, your hand. When I just looked up, he said, he said, you, you could do anything that you want. You just have to believe in yourself. Seriously. I'm not fucking lying to you. Whoa. What'd you say? Uh, I said, thank you. Thanks, man. He said, have a wonderful day. Wow. And I said, thank you. And he was fucking gone. Wow. Like, how does that happen? That was after that day. Whoa, that's a trip, dude. I'm telling you, I, that's why I think there's such things as signs. Like when you, when you connect with the universe, like I did the night before and I did that performance a hundred percent. And then the next day he appears. Wow, that and gave me like says, chills, honestly. And he says that, like, I, that's yeah. a
1: trip, dude. That's yeah. a trip. And I, and I wonder, like, if it's because you're walking down the street exuding this confidence that you just gained from this experience, because you, like you said, you're you're walking on a high. Like, I, I remember playing shows where were some of our really good shows at really good venues and really big crowds and doing well and feeling that high for like a long time. And, uh, we've also had some shows that were big stinkers and we totally blew it and had crowds yeah. boo us before. I mean, that existed too, you know, so yeah. you win some, you lose some, you're certainly not always going to do it. You have to be willing to take the shit with the sugar. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you, when you get those good ones and you connect with the crowd and it's the right time for them and you, it's, it's the greatest thing in the world. Yeah. And, um, I, I wish everyone could experience it, but I guess that would cheapen the
0: experience. You have to fight. You have to be willing to risk and sacrifice yeah. something yeah, in order really to get that experience. It's like Joe Rogan says. You know, Joe Rogan with the stand-up comedy. I mean, you want to take it to the next level where you're really throwing yourself out there. You do like stand-up comedy. You know, I mean, it's kind of the, almost the similar to what I did too, <laughs> though, because it was just me up there. But I mean, that's that is some sacrifice. You have to be able to drop your ego. Yeah. Because real quick, you're going to learn everything about yourself, and it might not be pretty. Dude, so I think
1: maybe it's ego, but I have thought about doing stand up comedy a million times. That'd be hilarious. Well, like I have thoughts and I take down notes and I'm like, ooh, that would be a funny bit. Like I think I understand bit structure, mm-hmm. at least to a to a basic degree. I'm sure I could put together a decent stand up bit. Um and I've always wanted to try it, I'm afraid. Uh, but then I also think like I, I feel like I can see the future where it would be just like a band. Like all right, so I've, I've written 15 minutes of material, and I can continue honing it, and I'm, I'm sure I could put together 15 decent minutes. Yeah. Um, but I know that if I did that same bit a, a bunch of times, sometimes I would be on and connected, and other times I would be off and, yeah. and disconnected. Uh-huh. And I, I am afraid of those moments of being disconnected Yeah, like I imagine them being scary because I'm alone on a stage with a mic. I can't hide behind a drum set. Uh, It's much scarier to me than just tanking a show and having people boo. Uh, That's happened before, and I'm I'm the drummer, so that's one moment where it's great to be the drummer and not the front man. You know, people are booing Chris, not me. I'm just the drummer. Yeah. Uh, And then as as a stand up to do stand up comedy, like I feel like it would be entire well it is entirely me it would be a whole crowd of people looking to me like all right guy make me laugh you know and i'd sometimes be on and sometimes be off and sometimes you're gonna tank and sometimes you're gonna connect and and i think even great comedians would tell you that that's just the way it is And even as an accomplished seasoned great comedian sometimes you're
0: on and sometimes you're not i wish um boy there's a great teacher that's in la um and i took her class it's Jagrino. I got to get that right. Um, but she's been on Conan. Jenny, Gadrino, Jenny G. Reno or something like that. Um, she's been on Conan a couple times. Yeah, She's hilarious, dude. She's hilarious. And she knows how to teach a class. She knows how to teach a class to make you laugh. Huh. And and I, I chickened out a little bit because... Um, well, I, I give myself a little bit of an excuse because... I um no, I did chicken out. It's, just, it, yeah. it's tough. You know what I'm saying? It's when scary. T- to throw yourself up there. Fuck yeah. And and I was traveling a lot and during the class your assignment was to go fucking do a stand up. Like you gotta do it. That's part of the class, dude. Part of me wishes someone would dare me to do it that's why you got to take a class yeah that's why i
1: want to and i'm afraid but if someone challenged me to do it i would do it then if i failed i would be like see dude you're a dick because you forced me to do it And i would have that out of blame i couldn't i couldn't feel i would feel bad if i like decided to do it and sucked uh i would feel better if someone else challenged me to do it and i sucked
0: that's a weird psychological thing that it's a big difference but no difference no it is a big difference (laughs) This is just my assignment anyway, I'm just you know I'm I, just here because my
1: buddy challenged me to do it, you know, like but
0: that's a cop out, really, like I want to do it well now the thing the if you're in l a you're actually you have a lot of refuge because what you could do is go to a comedy club where other comedians like you oh, are going mics. up there open it's an open mic, but it's also like you you pay like a fifty dollars yeah. to go, oh yeah and then or whatever you do and then everybody pays and then you have to stay through the whole show right you know it, because you have to be the audience too sure for you gotta like support people. yeah yeah so which
1: then there it's like okay so you're an audience of scrutinizing guys just waiting their turn uh so it's more difficult to connect with those guys who yeah, are just rehearsing sure. their own material yeah exactly. instead of just hey, a yeah. bunch of like families who are out on date night you know looking to have a good time yeah so a more casual uh non-industry crowd is probably going to be a lot easier to connect with than a crowd of aspiring struggling or failing comedians.
0: Yeah. And that would be tough to be in the crowd, huh? And not, not be critical because you don't, you actually are less critical in those times because you know, you're about to go up soon. Too. Yes.
1: But I'm also less engaged because I'm not here to enjoy your set. I'm here to try my set.
0: Yeah. So you're practicing over there. So yeah, you look out.
1: I'm that's... just watching and I, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm analyzing like, oh, that was a pretty yeah. good bit. I like the way you did that setup or oh, that dragged on a little too long. Like I'm being critical in a way that a normal audience would not be.
0: Yeah. You know, yeah. normal
1: audiences, if they lose interest. They just start talking to each other
0: yeah and that that's probably like a meta joke that you could do in there <laughs> like look at all you guys talk just thinking about your own set yeah, here you're i can like, tell how good i'm doing because <laughs> these guy's just having their own conversations
1: like yeah you paid yeah. to listen to me talk and you're deciding to talk to each other you could have done that at home for free yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was comedy would be uh terrifying but so yeah. fun like yeah. one day i'll try you it. should try it man one day. I,
0: yeah you know it's like uh Maybe One day. when the time is right, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's like, dude, I'm at a point in my life right now where it'd be really hard for me to go hang out at comedy clubs in L. A. Like yeah. I got young kids and I need to put them to bed and shit, so <laughs> like, that prevents me from doing some things, yeah, like like playing drums at dive bars and doing comedy sets, you know, on a Tuesday. Yeah, <laughs> on open mic nights. Yeah, I do. Oh, I do
0: miss it. I do. I'll, I should probably get. There's like. Is, local... is there,
1: Okay, so you're in Tennessee. Like you're right, right next to Nashville. Obviously, one of the greatest places to be a discovered musician. Mm-hmm. But is there anything like that for comedy or or acting or improv? Or yeah, is there there,
0: any... there's improv. there. Yeah? there's some improv. You yeah. should do it. Yeah, I should do it. You should. I should.
1: It should just be a thing you do. Like you're good yeah. at it, and it's something you enjoy. I, like,
0: well, see, that's the tough part right there. I don't necessarily consider myself. Good at it, I mean, I, I've seen I because I've met people that are good at it. Yeah, it takes it takes like a minimum of eight years oh, to yeah, get yeah. good at it. You know what I well, mean? It's not like, but it's a learning process of yourself. It's yes. really you know, you, you you find out so much about yourself. Yeah, that you don't you you don't want to know sometimes, and you're but it's but you you would rather know than not Wouldn't know.
1: it, and it, and it I, I bet being actively involved in that knowing that you're going to have to do improv skits like next week, you experience and approach life in a different way. Mm-hmm. Um, so interactions with other people at like kids' birthday parties all and improv, all that, yeah. like it's all just kind of happening in your head. Every every checkout stand you're in, every, you know, bus ticket you buy, like well, you're probably not buying bus tickets, but like every interaction you have is now being filtered <laughs> through this lens yeah. of, of doing improv that it's a life enhancer. Like it makes it everything more fun. You know what I mean? Like
0: yeah, yeah. You're right. Because because I'll have a show tomorrow, right? So I'll be at a kid's birthday party and I'm like, oh, I'm going to, am I going to wallflower this thing or am I going to go? No you, no, you can't wallflower. Get out there, dude. Go do it. Go do, go practice. Yeah. Like go, hey, hey. Go do hey. things. Go say stuff. Go start conversations. And that was the biggest game changer for me really yeah. in my life, I think, just because it, it opened me up. It made me open up and it made me get more, uh, flamboyant or I don't know, yeah. just more, uh,
1: a, gregarious, know. outgoing, like all that, like more engaging, like more. Yeah. Okay, so all of these are things of just more involved in the world around me and the people I interact with. Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah. Like what else you, I mean, win win. Dude, when. when you're dying on your bed, hopefully when you're 120, are you going to say, oh, I wish I went to less parties and talked to fewer people?
0: Yeah, no, no, you're, you're not. not. You no. know, and
1: anything that helps you enjoy and motivates you to talk to more people and have more conversations, interact and connect with more humans. Uh, is, is a good can o- thing. It can only be a positive It can thing. only be a positive. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're never going to leave a party and go, ah, I wish I just sat on the couch all night and read my phone.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And, and I'll tell you what, too. Um, now I'm really not going to have to push that. I can't push that. Out. Yeah, yeah, you're, you're, yeah you're, I, I got. I got to go. I expect to follow up yeah. now. I want to know what you're signing up for. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yes, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I've had some of the most amazing conversations with like Uber drivers. Ah, and and it's like always like either on a way to an improv show, um, they're like you know, we get into talking, uh-huh. and I've just had so many amazing interactions.
1: So all that is is a forced bubble of conversation, right? You and yeah. one other person, or you and your wife and one other person. Mm-hmm. You're in a car together for 20 minutes, like you have to talk. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a really cool opportunity to, um, practice conversation or yeah. even learn about people, like the, yeah. The, I, I enjoy the shit out of that. I love questioning people. Like, but when I meet, meet people, I'm all questions. Mm-hmm. I love learning about other people. Everyone's got something I can learn. Everyone's got a story I haven't heard. Like, everyone's got something. Yeah. I love prying that shit out of them. Oh, yeah. Uber's a you great get, opportunity you get, you for can, that. Yeah,
0: and you can get to their heart sometimes. Oh, yeah. In an Uber drive, you get yeah. right to the, yeah.
1: Oh, yeah, 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 totally. Um, And, uh, uh, I forgot where I was going with that, but that is a really neat opportunity to do that. Um, But also, oh, I know where I was going, is when you said Uber driver, have you also had like super creepy, I'm scared for my life, I wish I never got in this fucking car before Uber driver?
0: Do I jump out?
1: Uh, No, I didn't get that. But dude, I've almost, I've considered slugging a guy in the back of the head at a red light to get out of his car and run once. I've had lots of creepy Uber drivers, but literally one guy, I was like, I might just slug him in
0: the back of the head and run, dude. I'm And I'm... I am so sorry that I was distracted right in that second just because my dad texted me <laughs> oh. and you know Esme Oh, it, how's it going? Everything okay? Yeah, everything's fine. He okay. just wanted to let me know everything. Oh, is fine. all right, all right. But um tell me that story again. What how, you you had to deck, you were thinking about decking somebody? Oh, no, I didn't yeah, I didn't do anything. So we
1: we've, we've had several very creepy um Uber drivers. And, uh, what we do now is we pay extra for like the Uber premier or Uber XL, deluxe or the yeah. XL, like uh-huh. the night, either XL or yeah. the executive or, and it's, it feels like a waste of money, but you always get a much better, driver. nicer person. I don't give yeah. a shit about the car, dude. Yeah. It's, you get a more normal human. Yeah. Uh, but when you just go Uber economy. You get a grab bag of of people and
0: people that are willing to take left turns on Main Street. Yeah.
1: Yeah. You know, some a of them are totally cool and yeah. interesting. And I love talking to them. Other ones are fucking creepy. And you're just like, uh-huh. whoa, this guy's super weird. And, and yeah. I hope we get home alive. And uh, one of them was this young, really fucking crazy guy where Sarah would tell the story better, dude. But this guy was like, um, axe murderer crazy. Oh my god. And he was telling a few stories that made us go like we'd look at each other and she like was holding my hand and like would squeeze my hand like this guy's oh. fucking nuts, dude. Oh, like wow. scary dommer nuts. Holy shit. And uh one thing to illustrate that, he told several stories that made us think that same thing, but one of them was he trained his um oh this was recently after one of the big shootings and I want to say it was like it wasn't Sandy Hook, but it was after one of the recent school shootings. Or one of the early school shootings when it was still a big deal. Now yeah. it's common. Kids go to school and they get shot by psychos. Like that's just how America is. Yeah. Uh, but early in the shooting thing when it was still news, um, uh, man, what was it? Columbine. Maybe I'll just say Columbine. Yeah. I don't know if it was or not, but call uh-huh. it Columbine. Uh-huh. And um, he uh, he was like, "Oh yeah, I trained my cat. You know, like so I, I I I have my cat laying on my bed." And then he stands up on his on his his butt, kind of sits up, and then I you know uh, shoot him, and I say something like, "Hey, you're a Columbine kitty." Boom! And then the cat falls back on his back, you know, kind of thing. And and I think it's really funny because I shoot him like Columbine or something like that. What? And my wife like squeezes my hand, like, "Are you oh fucking hearing God. this?" And I'm looking at him, dude, and I'm just like, hey, "The next red light, I'm oh, gonna slug this guy in the back of his head. Fuck. We're gonna open the door." and run dude like Shit. we're getting the fuck out of this guy's car Shit. like and it was really soon after the school shooting oh my god it was so weird that he would even dude that he was like joking about it and all like it was fucking oh like i'm not doing my. it any justice but this guy was like hair raising creepy wow and uh oh and he was talking about how his dad hated him and how he was doing everything he could think to get back at his dad and all this like he was pouring out this like psycho scenario where Jeez. we were just like what the fuck, dude? Uh it was scary as shit, dude.
0: Man, that's crazy, dude. Sometimes I think some of these people like have like tumors in their head or something like kind of they're like there's some <laughs> uh-huh. obviously something's where the only up.
1: job they're qualified for is a job you can just sign up for on an app without an interview. Right. Like, that's yeah. what it is, that's you know? What it is. So it's
0: a grab bag of what you're getting. That's what it is. I, I had one Uber driver, he was telling me like yeah, he was, like, talking to this girl and trying to force her to get a, in a date, on a date with him. Oh. Like, was he using, he, like, pickup artistry? <laughs> no, he was an <laughs> asshole. He was, like, he was a scary dude. Yeah. Like, I would not want to be a woman in the car with this guy. Okay. Like, he was just not okay. And I delivered my message to him in the best way that I could that like, I was not in agreement with that. Yeah. I, it was a, it's a careful it was, uh, thing. It, you do. It was hard. Yeah. And he was big too. If He might've been a nutcase that just wanted to like, yeah. beat the shit out of me, you know? And yeah. I, and I sat up front with him uh, in the front seat uh-huh. and uh, he was mad because a girl didn't, that's what it was. He was upset because a girl didn't want to sit in the front seat. And I'm like, whoa, you're an Uber driver. I
1: never sit in the front seat.
0: No. I sit I never, in the back. Yeah, there's a reason I'm sitting in the back. Because yeah. I am the customer. Yeah. Like, that's, you're
1: basically a taxi. Yeah, he a was... A low-budget, unregulated, much more dangerous taxi.
0: <laughs> he was creepy because it was just like, you know, I I couldn't imagine Megan getting in the car with something like that. Yeah, it like scares that, me when uh,
1: sometimes when Sarah goes out, meets her friends or whatever, she'll take an Uber and all that. And and it's good because I don't want her driving drunk, but it's mm-hmm. also scary because she might get that guy, you know?
0: And she knows she'll get on the phone with you. you oh, yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Like, I, she's like she gets, really
1: good at it. And she's yeah. more intuitive than me. Sometimes people are weird and I don't even notice because I'm yeah. kind of... uh I, guy. I, I don't always try to connect with people. Sometimes I ignore them completely and just play on my phone, you know? So mm-hmm. I do that sometimes, too. Yeah, I do, too. And then sometimes yeah. she, like, kind of, like, wakes me up to the situation just like, that's fucking weird like pay attention i need you engaged in this in case like uh and she's she's like um uh dude like she'll talk people down from their weirdness like she'll make a psycho feel heard and validated to prevent him from spinning out of control and driving driving himself into a frenzy Uh she'll like she's pretty good at like managing psychos Yeah, Uh, I could see that. Which I'm not. I just either ignore them or like contradict them or whatever. Like I'm not, there's no finesse to me. You're like, fuck you, dude. (laughs) Yeah, I'm just like, dude, you're weird. Can we just not talk? Like Like, I I might say
0: that, you know? So the guy shot his cat?
1: No, he would like pretend to shoot his cat, and oh, the cat okay. would play dead, kind of deal. Oh, and he oh, would be weird. like, "It's a game we play where it's like Columbine oh, or something yeah, like cats that." Cats don't and,
0: play dead, but I, uh, dude,
1: oh. the whole yeah, he was probably making it up. Honestly, like oh, cats don't, gosh. cats don't do that shit. You know, wow. And I'm sure he's not the kind of guy who's able to train cats
0: to do amazing things. Like when you're driving with this guy, you're like, does your delusion extend to being able to? not see what's in front of you like, or just you know. turn around and shoot random people in your back seat you know what i mean yeah. like you guys are cats now cats cats Yikes! you dude. know yeah
1: fucking yikes uh, yeah oh that guy was God. scary as shit yeah, dude that is we still talk about that guy we've had some weirdos and uh some bad drivers and some scary motherfuckers before but yeah so now we usually pay the upgraded fee of of uh you know whatever that's a good idea I'm Uber black de- or I'm gonna... whatever you know where you get the executive one's like all right so it's 70 bucks to go home but we'll get there you know yeah and yeah. almost always they're a much more professional, coherent, like normal person and you have a good conversation.
0: And it's a nicer car.
1: Ah, uh, yeah. It is usually a nicer car. Is. I don't care much, but they are nicer cars. Um it's it's they're better people. They're they're yeah. they're yeah. less uh it's less of a grab bag. You know? Yeah. yeah. But on that note, we should wrap up. We're over an hour. Yeah. Uh this has been Really fucking fun. The hour flew by, Derek. Yeah, it did fly by. I love being in person with you. You need to move back to California, and we can just, like, yeah, you should do that. Yeah, (laughs) That's a different conversation. Uh Uh-huh. All right. Well, this has been a ton of fun, brother. Great talking to you. Great being in the same vicinity physically with you. Yeah. Like, not in a gay way. No. Not not gay at all. (laughs) In the same hotel. (laughs) Maybe just a little bit gay. All right. Yeah. (laughs) Have a good one, brother.
0: All right. See you, man. Later,
1: man. All right. That's a lot of, of effort to go through just to make her think that I'm recording a podcast when really we're just having a gay meetup. (laughs) Hey, this is Mike. Thanks so much for joining us. We really, really do appreciate you. And we hope you're enjoying the show. Derek and I sure have a ton of fun doing it for you. If you'd like to support the show, that would be great. Um, You could follow or subscribe to the podcast in your favorite podcast app. Uh, Also, if you want to like the show or leave a good review, that would be cool. Let us know we're doing a good job. We'd appreciate it. Uh, in most podcast apps, you can also click the little bell icon thing, and that means you'll get a notification on your phone every time we put out a new episode. So that's kind of cool. Also, if you want to reach out and say what's up, we'd love to hear from you. You can hit us up on Twitter at Derek and Mike Pod. We're also on Instagram as Derek and Mike, or you can go to our website, DerekandMike.com. And if you want to go super old school and anti social, you could even shoot us an email, info at DerekandMike.com thanks again for listening. We really, really do appreciate you, and we look forward to talking to you again next time.